From the Financial Times in London, I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor, and this is FT News. Deutsche Bank has announced the details of its flotation of its Deutsche Asset Management unit. Well, here to discuss that with me and how the plan actually differs from expectations is Laura Noonan, our investment banking correspondent. Laura, you've been taking a look at exactly what is being floated and how. Is everything as expected? This has long been in the pipeline. The idea that they're going to float it has long been in the pipeline, but as is often the case with Deutsche, things are never quite as you might have expected them. So they've pulled something out of left field here by instead of doing a normal flotation and listing it as a normal company, they've decided to go for a different structure, which will make it a limited partnership. That's called a KGAA in German law. And the effect of doing this is that even if Deutsche has a shareholding below 75% in the new entity, they will still have full control until the shareholding falls below an as yet undisclosed level. Now that sounds great for the bank in that the bank is going to be able to maintain control while also getting in some cash from selling part of it. The problem is, as some investors have already pointed out, if you sell it in this way that may force a discount on the price because people are less keen to pay top dollar for an entity where they get ownership but they don't get control. Remind us why Deutsche is doing this flotation because it needs the money, which is the reason Deutsche does most things these days. This was Deutsche's way of raising additional capital. They also say it will allow the business to achieve its full potential, and they would say that, wouldn't they? How much is it likely to generate? So the valuation of it, we think, would be around €8 billion. Um, We're expecting them to float up to 25% of that. If there weren't any discount, that would give you a £2 contribution. Now they may get closer to 1.7, 1.8, but certainly it's a not immaterial sum for them. So they're going to be calling it DWS, which is the retail brand rather than Deutsche Asset Management. And you got to think that is a good thing for it because last year they hit outflows of 5.5% and that was blamed on the noise around Deutsche Bank globally and the overall pressure on the group. So in that sense, you could certainly argue that the business will do better when it's outside of the Deutsche Bank name. And you can see that people, even though Deutsche has hopefully got the worst of its pain behind it, there are still some uncertainties going forward. So you can see how it might seem like it was a safer entity were it not owned by the bank. Also, being outside the bank, they can do more things to incentivize staff. They just have a lot more freedom than if they're curtailed within the Deutsche Bank group. And I can certainly see a branding advantage, even though they already use DWS for the retail brand, taking the Deutsche Bank name away from it, I think can only be a positive at this point. No offence to Deutsche. <laughs> well, we'll see if they make a success of it. Certainly, Deutsche has struggled with its asset management business for many years. If they get it right this time, good luck to them. Thank you, Laura. This is a segment from the FT Banking Weekly podcast, which comes out every Tuesday and can be downloaded from all the usual podcast apps. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. 
The latest episode of the Next 5 podcast is all about AI and the business travel sector. I speak to Tim LaBelle, head of product for SAP Concur Spend Solutions. We'll have so much data that our travel will be safer. Shelley Fletcher-Bryant, VP of Advito. AI can certainly contribute to more eco-friendly travel practices. And author and public speaker, Theo Lau. AI can help us predict when it will be a peak travel, more delays, cancelled flights. Listen to the full episode of the Next 5 wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy.